Hello, and welcome to Encouraging Parenting Podcast. My guest this month is Dr. Skip Rosenblum, whose practice is medical advocacy. Hello, Dr. Rosenblum. Hi, Jacqueline. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for joining me. To my listeners, I want you to know I asked Dr. Rosenblum to join me today to allow me to ask him some questions about the COVID-19 vaccine. There's a lot going on, a lot of misrepresentation, a lot of uh, fear, and I just wanted to have someone to talk to to advocate for my listeners to take the vaccine. So I really appreciate you accepting my invitation. So we're going to begin with a few questions. So my first question to you is, please explain the purpose of the vaccine. Um, okay. So in, in fact, may, let me let me just uh, back up and, and ask my ask myself a question that you, your listeners might be interested in or probably would want to know, and that's that I have some uh, basis for uh, claiming some expertise. And, right. uh, and, and that is, uh, I, I graduated from uh, Northwestern Medical School uh, with a medical degree. Uh, I practiced emergency medicine and uh, family medicine for a number of years. Uh, okay. I have a, a, a public a master's in public health from UC Berkeley. Um, and I've been, uh, uh, been practicing and, and, and working, uh, in California for the last, uh, 40 some years. Uh, wow. So, so I, 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 I'm pretty familiar with it. And I, and of course, in the midst of this pandemic, I've become more familiar with both vaccines in general and, um, and, and these vaccines and, and, uh, and and the virus and and uh, so so I feel like I'm I, I can speak with some degree of uh, authority and authenticity with respect to uh, uh, the vaccines and 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 the pandemic. So with great. that, oh great, thank you, thank you for that background information. So now with that. Will you explain the purpose of the vaccine? I know we all think we know, but I'd like to hear from you as a doctor, the purpose of the vaccine. Well, the, the purpose of, of these vaccines is very much the same purpose as it is for all vaccines. And, and really what vaccines do is to stimulate your own immune system. There, there is a. We have several different uh, immune systems or capabilities with, within our body that help us to fend off disease of all kinds, from from viruses to cancer to uh, uh, bacteria. Our bodies uh, are, are are clearly our best protectors, and and we've evolved over the over the millions of years, and all animals have evolved over the millions of years with, with an internal immune system that fights off disease. Now, sometimes the, our bodies are not as well suited as we would like to fight off a particular disease, be it a virus, a bacteria, or 
or some other uh, uh, type of, of medical problem. And in those cases of particularly uh, viruses, but also uh, bacteria, um, we, we give vaccines. And the purpose of the vaccine is to stimulate the immune system to recognize when a virus is attacking our bodies. And okay, so, so just a moment, Dr. Rosenblum, I want to interject something right here. Sure. Because when you, when you started to answer my question, the first thing you said was it stimulates our own immune systems. So the first thing is coming into my mind is, well, how, why couldn't I just have a diet that would, why can't I just eat the right foods that would help build my immune system? Why, why is it necessary to, for me to have to have a shot? Well, listen, uh, eating well helps us to stimulate our immune system and, uh, and, is, and is an important component of, of health. But there are certain diseases, certain viruses, certain bacteria that are mm -hmm. so uh, problematic and so invasive that they can overwhelm our immune system, okay. e right. even, in even in healthy people even All in right. what previously we thought to be perfectly normal healthy people so okay. so we we need we need vaccines to boost up the immune system to get us ready for those invaders okay all right and so at this time how many vaccines have been approved in the USA in the USA we have 3 vaccines uh we have uh, uh one is uh by uh Moderna, uh, mm -hmm. which is a, a relatively new uh, company that they did in, in partnership with a few other companies. Uh, another um, is, is the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, mm -hmm. Pfizer is a very uh, old, uh, experienced um, company uh, in developing all kinds of, of, of drugs and antibiotics and, and uh, health-related uh, uh, products. Um, and the last is by another uh, extremely large, extremely experienced company called Johnson and Johnson. So at this point, while there are there are others, and there will be many others that are developed in the coming years, in large part because COVID nineteen is likely to be with us indefinitely for the duration. So we will need to have vaccines as we do for polio, uh, uh, diphtheria. There, there, are, there are many viruses and, and bacteria that are just endemic. They just exist and don't go away. And so we get revaccinated for tetanus. I mean, we all know about tetanus shots. And if you right. get a, a dirty cut or you cut yourself right. on metal outside, you got to make right. sure you're You've had a tetanus shot in the last 10 years. Well, the likelihood is COVID-19 will be the same. Now, whether it will be every year or every 10 years, I don't know. And nobody knows at this point. But there is a high likelihood that we will uh, need that, that one vaccine per lifetime won't be enough. And we'll need wow. to need just as we get a flu vaccine, or we right. should, every single year. We right. may need to get a COVID vaccine as part of it. And it may turn out to be a combination vaccine. 
So uh, it, it's not something to be feared. And, and probably in, in the next round, uh, the vaccines will get better and, and uh, have fewer side effects and, uh, and, and be more successful uh, for longer periods of time. Uh, okay. So, so it's, 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 a, it's an amazing scientific accomplishment, what we've, what's been accomplished in this, in this past year. Just an amazing scientific accomplishment. Okay, so, so Dr. Rosenblum, I, I hear you saying this as a doctor, okay? But I'm not a medical physician. And so all I can see is that this was created so fast. And uh, all my life, I know that to take time to create any type of vex, vex, vaccines or medication or anything. So this was created, created so fast. And it was uh, appears to be have been made political. So there is some skepticism about this. So why should I trust a vaccine? Well, I, I think you're you're of course hundred percent right. We're in a we're in a highly politicized world, and this was politicized as everything else seems to be politicized. Um, however, the, the scientists who created it. Uh, are, are don't they may have a political bias, but certainly it isn't expressed by their work on this virus. And and the reason it happened so fast, the the average virus, the average vaccine, historically has taken probably between four and seven years to develop. And the mm-hmm. reason for that is, it's not the development of the of the science and the technology, it's the approval process. So, okay. so usually uh, mm. the vac- a vaccine is developed and it takes many, many years of trials for the, for the federal, uh, for the FDA, the Federal mm. Drug Administration to approve it. And that's just, that's, that's prudent and, and wise for all drugs, unless mm. there's a crisis going on. And, okay. and, the, and the reason this was approved at what they, you know, quote unquote warp speed is because there's a crisis going on. And, right. and it, you know, and at the worst of the crisis, many thousands of people were dying every day, right. not, not, not every month. I mean, mm-hmm. last year, COVID will probably be the number one killer, even, even more than heart disease and cancer. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a crisis that, that needed right. immediate attention. And, you know, quite frankly, the, there, there wasn't the time to wait five years and see how, see if we could come up with, with an effective vaccine. So, so I, the government wisely did not and, and, oh. and moved, it, moved it ahead quickly. Oh, okay. All right. And so now my next question is, um, you you mentioned that we may have to take booster shots. So right now, I know we take I take a flu shot every year, and my doctor usually tells me to try to take it um, as late as I can because it only lasts uh, so many months. You already alluded to, and I, and I've heard that we may have to start taking booster shots. Do you know how long this vaccine lasts? No, I, I don't. And nobody does. At this point, they're okay. still doing, you know, part of the study process. All of the people who were in the original groups are still being studied constantly. And they're being studied for how are their antibody levels? 
making determinations about how long their antibody levels stay stay up. And just so you understand, an antibody is what the body, you know, our own immune systems create to fight off foreign invaders like viruses and, and bacteria. So we we if if there if you have antibodies in your bloodstream, then mm. that means you've been exposed to uh, that the that the immune system recognizes that you've been exposed to either the virus or a part of the virus. Mm-hmm. The case that in the case of vaccines, they're really what's what's really happening is the is the the uh, body is and the immune system is being exposed. When you get the, the vaccine, is like a little a little harmless piece of the uh, immune of the uh, virus. So the body thinks it's uh, could be a whole virus, so it starts mm-hmm. reacting and producing antibody, but it's not. It's a harmless piece of the virus. It's a it, and you probably hear the term mRNA, ribonucleic acid. It, it's it's a so so that's a little piece of genetic material that repre- that the that tricks the immune system into thinking that it's being invaded by the virus and then produces antibodies in the same way that the flu shot tricks the body into thinking it's being invaded by a flu virus uh, or or or, uh, or a herpes uh, uh, zoster virus all of the different uh, or or polio virus none of them are we're not like injecting the the live virus we're right, injecting yes, either a we're injecting either a part of the virus that's harmless to us, but will but will make the immune system react, and that if we're ever uh, uh, attacked by the, the the full virus, it'll be able to respond. But we're but we're never it's it's not we're not injecting the whole virus. It's not dangerous. Now, right. having said that, I want to be clear that some people have had reactions to the virus allergic reactions or or get you know fever and sick for a day after usually after the second uh, uh, injection and and that's that's relatively normal that that in fact can be a good sign that the body is reacting uh, mm. to to uh, uh, the vaccine and producing an immune reaction in the same way when you get the flu, your body makes you sick, but that's the, a lot of that is the immune system reacting to the flu virus invasion. Okay. So one of the things I want to go back and and reiterate that you did say that you are not injecting live viruses, that none of the vaccine has live virus. None of the vaccines, none of the vaccine has live virus. That's absolutely certain. And, right. and, uh, and, and, and categorically true. All right. And then the, the um, Moderna and, and Pfizer, I know that they have, you said the mRNA. What about the Johnson & Johnson? It, it, it's, a, it's a different technology. And um, it, it, it does, the, in, in some respects, the same thing. That is, it's a it helps the it, it makes the immune system 
recognized a, a part of the virus. It just does it in a, in a very different way. And it's also why, you know, you've probably heard that the Moderna has to be kept at a certain very, very low temperature, as does the Pfizer. Uh, and that's because they are made with this mRNA technology. Well, as the, the, the Johnson and Johnson, uh, doesn't have to be, and it's only one shot. It's only one vaccine now. And, 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 you know, and, and suffice it to say that there are a lot of different ways to skin the cat in, in medicine. Right. There are a okay. lot of different you know, when you get a particular, when one gets a particular disease, there's a lot of ways to approach it. A lot of different drugs, food, uh, exercise, all, all sorts of things, sometimes in combination, sometimes just individual things. Vaccines are kind of the same. Uh, they, they, they go about the problem. Uh, they go about solving the problem of, of boosting our immune system in different ways. And right. I can assure you that there are probably five to seven additional vaccines in development and, and, and some of them well along the pathway to approval that, that use entirely different technology than, than either uh, Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson and Johnson. Similar, obviously, because you're trying to stimulate the immune system, but still different. So it's just a, it's kind of uh, the, the, the difference between uh uh, Advil and and uh, and maybe and uh, and Tylenol or uh, okay. other you know okay. ways of, uh, of dealing with pain, if you will. Oh, okay. And is it because of this different technology that Johnson and Johnson we only need the one shot? Yes, it and is. It's it's because when they did their studies with when they created the vaccine, their intent was to do a one shot vaccine and make sure it produced enough uh, uh, responsiveness so you wouldn't need to so you wouldn't need to do another and um, yeah so it, it's okay. it's the, the the technology and that's also the reason why it doesn't have to be kept at 30 degrees below zero uh, and can be just stored in the refrigerator because of the technology a different approach different strategy. Okay, so now let's talk about this. So Johnson and Johnson, I know that each one, the Moderna, the Pfizer, and the Johnson and Johnson have, uh, well, the Johnson and Johnson has a different efficacy than um, Moderna and Pfizer. So the Johnson and Johnson, I think the efficacy is is it at seventy three percent? Some, some, yeah. Well, yes. In, in general, that, that's, you're correct. Yes. Okay. So I am a, uh, a person who takes, uh, I have uh, what they call autoimmune disease, autoimmune uh -huh. disease. I have rheumatoid arthritis. I take an Embro injection once a week. And I was told that whether I take the Moderna, the Pfizer, or the Johnson & Johnson, it would, the efficacy would be less for me because my body is already fighting off something. So it would be it would be effective, but it would be less effective for me. So if that's true, would the Johnson and Johnson help me? Well, no, you know, a couple of things. Um, it, it, it's not it, it, your your immune system actually is is very active. The reason you know you have rheumatoid arthritis, uh, your your 
it's an autoimmune disease, as you said, and your immune system is hyperactive. It's too active. So really what Enbrel does, what all of the uh, uh, drugs in that class do, is, is tamp down, reduce the activity of the immune system because your immune system is what's producing the symptoms, the swollen joints, the pain, the, uh, right. et cetera. So any, any vaccine is going to be less effective if your immune system has been compromised, whether it's been compromised by a, a drug like Enbrel or compromised by chemotherapy from a, a, a cancer treatment or other types of uh, immune, immune changing, immune modulating, they, they call it, uh, uh, treatments. So any of those will, will, will not, you could argue, will not be quite as effective. Now, having said that, that is all the more reason to get vaccinated for people that have any kind of immune compromise. And, and I should you know, add that, that um, we don't know all of the factors, that is, that is medical science doesn't know all the factors that cause immune compromise. And so the, the fact that uh, about, uh, 60% of the people who've died in the pandemic are obese. Mm. There's, a, there's a belief that, 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 that seems logical or, or, or at least uh, a, a possible that obesity in and of itself reduces your immune system effectiveness. And that's mm. why when obese people get the... Uh, virus, uh, and they're not protected by a vaccine, that they're more likely to die or be hospitalized and get seriously ill, or for that matter, than have even if they don't die uh, or get hospitalized, they ha- they often have more symptoms that persist for a longer time. You know, the, the, what they the, the well-known long haulers uh, phenomenon, where people just have heart or lung or kidney problems for an extended period of time. And it's because probably their immune systems are not functioning properly. They may be over-functioning, they may be mm-hmm. overactive, or they may be underactive. I, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty clear that anybody taking a any kind of immune my, immune reducing uh, a treatment like like Enbrel or or, or uh, uh, or people who have had transplants, or and are taking uh, medications that cut down, you know, that tamp down their immune systems, definitely needs to get immunized, and and not, of course, not just to COVID, but to you know all of the the threats that 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 exist in our environment, and and get flu shots every year, and and have uh, her, uh, uh, the herpes zoster uh, shingles. Uh, vaccination, that that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you know, I I, I think I, I I have I have and I always have all of, stay up with all my vaccinations. Vaccinations are mm-hmm. in the the number one killer throughout history of human beings was infectious disease, mm-hmm. and and one of the reasons the, the the one of the primary the two the two most important reasons for the the, our, the extension the expansion of our life expectancy 
our clean water, our pub- public mm. health, clean water, uh, mm. and um, uh, uh, sanitation, uh, mm. uh, and uh, and vaccines, uh, cutting down on the deaths from from uh, from infectious diseases, and and that mm. continues to be the case. Uh, it, it isn't it isn't advancements in cancer or or heart disease that are uh, that have grown our our life expectancy over all these years. It's it's public health and 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 vex and vaccinations. Okay, so I, I want to ask you this question because it's a question I, I can I can see it in my mind, but I don't know if I if it, if I can exp- if I can relate it to you where it makes sense. So when I'm thinking about the efficacy of the Moderna and the Pfizer, and they're at 90 something percent each, and I'm thinking about the Johnson and Johnson, which is less, then I think about myself who's given an embryo injection. So I'm already taking uh, something to help my autoimmune disease. Now, on the one hand, I think if I take the Johnson and Johnson, then I'm not putting too much more into my body, but but I may not be putting enough in my body. And if I take the Moderna and the Pfizer, then I may be putting too much in my body. It, are you understanding what the, my question? I'm trying. Yeah, to ask? I, I, th- I think I do. I think it's it's, it's actually a, a good and 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 valid question. Um, I think I think one of the areas where you, there's a there's confusion and misinformation is this okay. area about effectiveness. That okay. is that the Johnson and Johnson is less effective because seventy you know twenty some percent of people of the people got it after having been vaccinated. I, I think that the most important and and well while the other ones you know five and seven percent got it the other two uh, vaccines. The most important point, however, is that the Johnson & Johnson was as effective as the other two vaccines in terms of preventing hospitalizations and preventing death. So the, the, those are the things, you know, well, none of us want to get sick. None of us want to lay right. in bed for three days and, you know, uh, with right. a, and, and feel like, you know, feel not very good and have muscle aches. That that's that's not what vaccines are really trying to prevent. They're trying to prevent uh, a serious illness and death. And J- the Johnson and Johnson, in terms of effectiveness, is as or virtually as effective as the other two vaccines, which are about equivalent to each other. So I, I mean, uh, my confidence in the John, Johnson and Johnson vaccine and, and is such that uh, I, I um, uh, uh, am involved with a uh, uh, with an affordable housing, a, se- a low income affordable housing senior project here in Sacramento. We have 140 residents or so. And I arranged for an agency, a health agency, to come over to ha- to give uh, vaccinations because a lot of our uh, residents don't have easy transportation. Um, right. And we use the Johnson and Johnson, uh, in in part because 
it was it, it's 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 kind of it gets difficult to schedule uh, uh, precisely the second vaccination. It's a lot easier to, to go with a vaccine that's one. And number two, I view them as if not it, it, the the on the important points they're they're as effective. Johnson and Johnson. And the important points are, do you get really sick requiring hospitalization or do you die? And if, and, and they're essentially equivalent to the other two. And, and it's going it, to, it's going to take some time to really know with absolute precision how all this pans out over the next few years. But it appears based on the evidence we have, which is very solid, that it's a it's a really really good vaccine, and it only requires one injection, and 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 people uh, rarely, if ever, die from that vaccine after having had that vaccine or the other two. Oh, okay, and and so thank you for that. Thank you for clarifying that for me. Now, how effective are these vaccines? Uh, with the new strains. Okay, so it, it appears that they're as effective with the new strains as they are with the original COVID-19. Now, new strains are being created all the time. And one of the reasons that we everybody needs to get vaccinated is because, as, as Dr. Fauci has said, the only way vaccines can mutate and mutate means become another form, a, a variant, if you will. They, they change some of the genetic components of their of their existence, of their of their their being, if you will. The only way those mutations can happen is if they're if they're uh, growing and replicating and and increasing numbers inside a human body. So if we mm -hmm. stop having infections, mm -hmm. variants will stop. If we continue right. to have infections throughout the population, variants will continue. So far, it doesn't appear the variants are, um, uh, that, 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 the, that the vaccines aren't effective against any of the variants, the South African, the, Eng the English, and, and even probably the one that has been identified in San Francisco. But there are, there are many, many variants being formed all the time because our infection rate is so high. So um, these things, these things are percolating in lots and lots of people and, and their, and viruses are really good at surviving. And the way they survive is to mutate into a form um, that the body doesn't recognize and can't kill them. And that's the way evolution is. We, you know, uh, all life is good at surviving and, uh, or, 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 or one of their main goals is to survive. And the same is true of even viruses. Mm. Okay. So after taking these vaccines, um, the second shot on the Moderna and the, and the Pfizer and the one shot on the Johnson and Johnson, how long does it take for it to start to take effect in my body? Uh, you're, you're probably at maximum effect, uh, 12 to 14, 12 to 14 days after the injection. So, so with, with the, the Pfizer, with the uh, Pfizer and the Moderna, uh, after your first injection, you're, and, and, and after 12 days, 
you're probably at about 85% effectiveness at that point. And then, mm. you know, either four weeks later with the Moderna or three weeks later with the Pfizer, you get the second injection. And then 12 days after that, you're at full effectiveness. 12 to 14 days. It's, it's, it's not an exact number and no doubt right. it's an average of, you know, among all the people. And some people are at 10 days and some people are at 15, but it's not, th- it's not three months uh, or, or two years. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a few days. It's, it's days, probably oh. under, under two weeks for all of the viruses, all the vaccines, excuse me. Uh, okay. So, so if, let's say I'm fully vaccinated and I'm still wearing my mask and, and I'm wearing my mask uh, because there are other people that ha- that could still be, um, that have not been vaccinated and still could be asymptomatic and so forth. Is it possible for me to contract any of uh, uh, something from them, the new strands, anything? it's unlikely. That's the purpose of the vaccine. I think what you're doing, you know, when you're, when you're wearing a mask, um, uh, is, is largely, if you're not vaccinated, you're protecting yourself and others. And if you are vaccinated, you're protecting others because it is possible that you could have some virus, uh, in your system, even if you've been vaccinated and not get sick because the immune system, your immune system with the virus, with the vaccine's help uh, is dealing with the virus that you have. But you, but in theory, you can spread it to other people. It's looking like now, I think the new thinking is, the latest thinking is you're probably not spreading uh, levels of virus, even if, if you've had the vaccine, you're asymptomatic and you have some, you know, virus floating around the vaccines and your immune system are doing such a good job of keeping the levels low that you're not a danger to other people. That's the new thinking. But until that thinking is proven with, without a shadow of a doubt, then we're, we're doing a, a, we're, we're protecting other people. We're, We're not really at that. At that point, hopefully, you don't need protection for yourself. Mm-hmm. At that variant or no variant, normal or no, no, no you know, normal uh, uh, virus. At that point, that's what the vaccines do. So, in you know, I believe twelve to fourteen days, and I think most experts believe, you know, Dr. Fauci among them, that twelve to fourteen days after you've had your uh, last vaccination, that you're you should you're covered. You're you're safe, even if you get exposed to the virus, mm-hmm. even if you get exposed to a heavy dose of the virus. That's what the vaccines do. But there is some belief that you could still be a spreader. You you could have it, be asymptomatic, and spread it to other people. So you're 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 protecting your your fellow human beings uh, by wearing a mask. And I continue. My wife and I have both been fully vaccinated. We had our we both had Moderna. We had it. We're you know, three weeks out, I think. Uh, I think the nineteenth was. Uh, I we we had our uh, second one, so we're I guess four, almost mm-hmm. four weeks out. And we wear masks whenever we go out in public. I mean, just because I feel like that's the right thing to do. I mean, I I know it's politicized. I know that you know okay. uh, we don't we we don't want to get into that. But 
Right, but I right, think yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay. So, and with oh, I just want to let you know that I take the the Johnson and Johnson um, vaccine. So by the time I'm I'm going to take the Johnson and Johnson vaccine next week, and so by the time my listeners hear this, I will have already taken it. And when I take the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, can I stop double masking? Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I, I would say so. I, I would give it a couple of weeks, but but yes, I mean, I you know, I, I'd, I'd wait because you're still really vulnerable until your immune system as as uh, revved up, and that takes, they said, it you know, twelve to fourteen days. So at that point, yeah, I, that, you don't need to protect yourself anymore. Then you're protecting, you know, then you can you can make. I mean, listen, a lot of stores require it. I don't know about in you know back in Georgia, but here in California, you can't go mm-hmm. into Costco or grocery stores or anywhere else mm-hmm. without a mask on, right. whether you've been, you can't, you can't show them a vaccine card and, and not wear your mask. So, right. uh, you know, we, we mask all the time whenever, whenever we go out anywhere, but, um, you're, you're safe. I can, I consider myself safe. I, I don't, as they say, I don't mask up anymore because I'm worried about myself. I mask up because I'm worried about what I might spread to others and i don't want to do that if i get an eight you know uh, uh, if i get a virus and, and i don't know it okay so let me ask you what do you wish people knew about the vaccine something that we haven't covered that you you know just want my listeners to know i i think the most important thing is that it's these are extremely safe vaccines which is not to say that there's never complications, that nobody who takes the vaccine will ever have a uh, reaction, uh, a, a serious reaction. I, you know, it, it, I, I'm not suggesting that, but in terms of, you know, uh, we all we all go outside for walks every day, and we all go places, and yet. People are hit by cars. People are killed in car accidents. People are, you know, uh, uh, bitten by rattlesnakes. I mean, we do a lot of things right. that that result in really, really uncommon uh, complications or death. Uh, that right. that we can't, you know, the only way to avoid that is to is to sit in your room and and never and never move. And that's right. probably not good for you either because you wouldn't get much exercise. So mm-hmm. these are these are remarkably safe virus uh, uh, vaccines. I mean, remarkably safe for a really uh, uh, deadly vaccine, uh, a virus. That is, mm-hmm. when you compare this virus to the flu virus, which is the mm-hmm. one that's often compared to, in terms right. of the likelihood of causing death. This is probably between five and 12 times more likely to result in death than the flu virus. And Mm -hmm. the flu virus kills about 15 to 50,000 people every single year and has for many, many years. So this is far more lethal. And beyond that, it's causes far more complications that last for many months damages lungs you've heard about people having lung uh, young people right. having young, 
lung transplants, damages kidneys, damages hearts. So this is a virus you have to be careful about. So the one thing I would say is to, to not take it is a, you better have a good reason not to take it other than you're Republican or you're Democrat or you're, uh, or, or if, if that's your reason, because you don't like, uh, 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 you know, uh, somebody on television who's, who's advocating for it or you, uh, or n- nor is that a good reason to take it. Right. This, right. this is, this is extraordinary science. And, right. and it, it's, there, there's no, there, it's, it, it's a fact. This is not up open to debate with, but, but having said that, I, I'd be the last person to say there'll never be a complication. There'll never be a person who dies of the vac- from the, get, taking the vaccine. There are people who, who have problems with, with, uh, and, and, uh, serious, you know, reactions to vaccines all the time, but that isn't the reason for, for millions and millions of people to avoid taking it because what will happen is many, many people will end up getting sick or dying because they didn't take it. Hmm. So, so Dr. Rosenblum, are you concerned? Um, you know, all, all I have to go by is what I see here on the news and, you know, see, are you concerned about the number of people that do not want to take it or have made up their minds that they're not going to take it? Does that concern you? Because to me, it sounds like, and I could be wrong, but when I hear the numbers, it sounds like it sounds as if there are just as many saying they're not going to take it as there are saying they are going to take it. Right, I, I, it, and it concerns me very much. I mean, it, it absolutely is very concerning uh, that 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 people are considering. And, and not only considering, but but deciding not to take the vaccine um, because it's putting it's putting them at jeopardy. It's putting their family uh, in jeopardy. It's putting all of their uh, acquaintances and friends and and people who they uh, uh, do now and will in the in the in the coming months and years. Um, uh, come into contact with it's putting all of them at jeopardy because they may be asymptomatic and spreading it, or they may get it and uh, and and get sick and get hospitalized and in some cases die. So absolutely, when you have a this, it, it, it's I, I I'm uh you know I, I I understand all the arguments of the you know the the anti-vaxxers. Who don't believe in vaccines in general? Right. Um, I, I I don't think it's I don't think it's based in logic. I don't think it's based in 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 concerns for their fellow human beings and fellow mm-hmm. citizens. I, I think it's 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 at best uh, a selfish uh, decision, mm-hmm. and uh, and at worst worse than that. Um, so I, I'm very concerned that. That substantial percentages of the population had decided, or at least currently suggest, that they're they're not going to take the vaccine because these are these are tremendously successful vaccines, and COVID nineteen is a tremendously dangerous 
virus. And that's oh. not a good combination with a lot of people right. saying, you know, they, they, they care not about whether or not, uh, you know, uh, their, their threat to others or, or, or even their threat to themselves. And I do think, unfortunately, much of it is political and it has been politicized. But even our former president is advocating for uh, taking the vaccine. He took the vaccine, right. you know, so. I, I, it, it, it escapes me, but I, but, you know, stuff, everything's politicized and, uh, and that's, and that's sad, but I, but I hope, listen, I'm, I'm hopeful people will change their minds and, and I'm confident that as more data comes in, in the coming months and years, it will become crystal clear that this is, that, that, that this, this is protecting yourself, that this is the smartest thing to do for you and your family and your friends and anybody you come into contact with, but right. that's going to take too long to figure out. And, uh, and, and I think people are, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's not smart. Mm. Well, well, Dr. Rosenblum, I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you for educating my listeners and myself. And I just encourage everyone to please, please take the vaccine. If not for yourself, do it for others and, and those that you love. And um, I guess I can't ask you for more encouragement than you've given, but if you have them, if you have it, give it to them, doctor. Well, I, you know, I, I, I echo your thoughts. I, I completely agree with you that it's, uh, you, you do it for your, yourself and you do it for your family and you do it for the people you love and, and you do it for the people you don't know. And, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, that's, the, that's the highest form of giving is, mm-hmm. is, uh, is, uh, is doing for, for, for those you don't know and who don't know you're doing it for them. So mm-hmm. uh, that, that's, I, I feel it's, it's an obligation we all have to each other as human beings. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, it's, uh, and, and I hope uh, uh, more people will come to that uh, realization. Thank you. And it was, Thank you. And it was my, my pleasure to, to to, to try to add to the, uh, uh, if, if Jacqueline, if, 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 if one person changes their mind as a result of lif- listening to the two of us, mm-hmm. it, it will have been worth the time. Uh, yes. so, uh, we, we, we don't, we don't need your whole audience or, or, uh, or, 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 or beyond to do it. If just one person does it, we'll have, we'll have accomplished something important. Uh, because it's 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 that it's that important uh, to do. Great! Oh, thank you so much, and thank you so so much. And I'm sure my listeners are grateful also. So well, thank again, my, Dr. Skip Rosenblum. My 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 pleasure, Jacqueline, and and uh, uh, thank you for asking me to do it. All right. Have a great day. Same to you. Bye bye. All right. Goodbye.